Welcome to Was It Good? I'm your host, Ravi, joined by my two brothers, Christian and Arjuna. We just finished Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 5, and what a hot, hot, hot episode it was. We're talking through the amazing action sequences, how emotional it was, and we have a very special guest to give us their hot take on the episode. As always, spoiler galore, so don't listen if you haven't seen the episode. Let's start with the guest, Mr. Matthew Harmon. Uh... You legally can't call me Matthew, by the way. Um, are you being serious? Uh, well, only three types of people are allowed to call me Matthew. One, my mother. You're not that. Two, one of my three sisters. You're not that. Also, <laughs> oh, just God. sidebar, I'm really tilted because I can see your fucking cat pawing at my hoodie over there. Hey, <laughs> he loves it. That's enough. And oh, number three. Oh, he's like snuggled in it. That's he's better. That's if, fine. If you look at my camera, if you're watching this, you can see him. Behind and me. number three, uh, women I'm involved with, which you're definitely not that. Um, so That's debatable. Well, it's hard to say. All right. But anyways, yeah, thank you guys for having me. I'm, <laughs> I'm excited to be here despite <laughs> that very passive aggressive uh, start. I'm, I'm excited to talk Game of Thrones. Awesome. Awesome. So typically we start on the show with our one word unboxing, kind of giving a, you know, if you were to sum up the episode in one word, what would it be? Krishna, you're the eldest out of all, all three of us. I'm also the boldest. Actually, wow. out of all four of us. So, um, with oh. respect to you, what is your one word unpacking impression of the episode? I'm going to say my one word impression of the episode is. Wow. Promising. Promising. I'm going to say promising. Promising, okay. And here's why. Because going into this episode, I wasn't very excited for this episode or the next one this episode for me made me almost fall back in love with the game of thrones that i love and made me excited for next week which is very important since it's the last episode of this iteration of game of thrones that we're ever going to get so i'm gonna say promising for that reason Hmm. promising that's a that's a bizarre one, but okay. Really? More, more than Incrediballs, Amazeballs, the other words that I've made up before in the past. I mean, I guess so. Arjuna, what's uh, your one word? Uh, my one word is going to be brutal. Brutal? Mm. Brutal Brutal, noodle. because it was a brutal episode with everything that happened. Uh, the way that was shot, what they presented was very brutal, uh, and I... That's, I'm going to leave it there for now. I don't want to. I don't want to reveal too much yet. Okay. Know? It's a long podcast. I don't want to say was the ba- episode bad because it was brutal, or was it amazing because it was brutal. Could, you know, there's a lot of different meanings that we can use to brutal. Right yeah, brutal is an so, interesting word to pick. Brutal. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a page out of Christian's book and make up a word, and I'm gonna go with fan fucking tastic. Wow. Wow. You you. You told me not to make up any words ever Fan again. Fan-fucking-tastic, wow. I think, can be a word, and I think it sums up this episode perfectly because okay. there were definitely slow parts, but there were definitely parts where I was on the edge of my seat, and I was very, very happy with the amount of carnage and <laughs> emotion that I felt. Yeah. I'm shocked right now. I'm glad very that, happy. I'm glad that oh, you threw wow. that second caveat in there, yeah. which was the, the emotion, just so you didn't look like a bloodthirsty psychopath. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Uh, yeah, I have to like because there were sure definitely that- times watching the episode with you where I saw you over there like tapping your watch, like, "All right, when's somebody gonna die?" Let's we need checking. We need some bodies yeah. at this point. Like, come well, on. there's a lot of bodies in this. Yeah, one. yeah, we got a lot. A of lot. Bodies. Harmon, how would you, in one word, sum up this episode? So my initial thought was that my one word was going to be exhausting because it was emotionally exhausting. It was physically exhausting to watch. I mean, I really, it was either the episode of the three beers I drank during the episode, <laughs> but I felt He's sober. He's I sober. felt I'm no, I'm fine. I, I felt it was like two and a half. I felt physically spent after watching it. However, that's not going to be my one word. My one word is obviously because I think the biggest take coming out of this episode people are already chirping about it on twitter and i think we saw it coming into this episode that this was going to be danny's full-blown transformation into the mad queen right you know that she was gonna officially lose her shit in this episode and i think people are still surprised that her character has turned turned this heel quote unquote however you could see this coming for for a long time, man. For seasons and I, seasons. For seasons and yeah. seasons. Not just from when she crossed 
to Westeros. I but I think before I mean many times the showrunners pointed this out in the in the show after the show whatever thing. Um, what do they call that officially? After Thrones. After no, Thrones. it's just it's just a little like the vignettes that they do. It's the like, where they get to fucking like you know jerk each other it's off. It's where H- <laughs> HBO hired Jesus. HBO hired a producer that it didn't know what to do with and they're just like here interview the the fucking writers. Do you know what's weird about those things too? Episode. You know what's weird about those things too? Like those guys never look at the camera. Yeah. Yeah. So whoever more the, dramatic. Whoever, whoever produces, like, looks slightly off tilt. Uh, so we get a more you know, artistic a look. right, a right justification, and then we're going to slightly down shadow the right side of your face to get like a really dramatic look to it's it. It's so that's, weird. That's but exactly what it is. anyways, I, they pointed out that look, what you could see this early on, even when we saw her brother get axed way, way early in the show, um, that she was just like, yeah. He wasn't a real. He wasn't a real dragon. Like who cares? He, her brother was trash, but still, it was a cold moment. Uh, also, people have been pointing this out. I don't know if I'm supposed to like already start diving into this or not what, yet. But, but you know, we'll let you rant. Thank you, appreciate it. People have been pointing out like the 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 scene where she has this vision. I think in season two, where people thought it was snow in in the thrones yep. room. It, uh, uh, it's not snow. It's obviously ash at this point. So that was season two, correct? Season two, yeah. Season two, so. Yeah. I think we've seen this transformation coming for her for a long time. I've never really bought into the Daenerys experience. Other people have people that I are good friends with, like loved the character seasons ago. But I don't know how you didn't see this coming. Basically, it's true. Is my point. That's true. I think that's maybe part of the point, though, right? Uh, in terms of this was a point of view character who was portrayed mostly as a hero. Um, throughout someone that you're supposed to root for um, throughout the series run and now you've had this shocking moment where oh she's not the hero we thought you know it, it's like seeing Batman kill it's like seeing Superman go crazy you know it's like it's like the uh, not to that degree obviously but uh, this is a character that you've just figured she's she a, the one, she's the good person she's the or one that's supposed yeah. to break the wheel right ah. she's she's not supposed to do, do all this, this. Yeah. so i think I, I, it's not necessarily shocking to people but it is brutal <laughs> uh, yeah no your your word is very fitting for this episode <laughs> but i was thinking about this earlier today you know in preparation for what we all knew i think tonight was going to be this monstrous moment for her um this this is real. Like your point about Batman or Superman like turning bad and starting to kill, like yeah, that would never happen, but sure. that's I think what makes this story and this show more compelling is that these characters do some of them are are painfully obvious. Like John telling his goddamn sisters that he, you know, about his destiny, right. super predictable. But I think what makes Daenerys an interesting character Despite the fact that I do, I'm not, I'm, I don't buy into her character like in a, in a way that I want to support her or whatever. This is what happens to people over the courses, the course of like eight plus years or however long this show has gone on. People evolve, people change, and especially what changes people is power. And having that power be this close, like when you think anybody that thinks they have a destiny, uh, it to, a destiny to rule over other people, you've got some fucking shit going on up here. So, I don't know. I think that that's what makes the story, even though it's kind of a sad turn for her character, this person that, like you said, we were theoretically supposed to root for, I think what makes it interesting is that, yeah, it's it's compelling to see this character, based on the circumstances that have happened to her since she's crossed the sea, I think has, has made this turn. I think it makes her more compelling. It, remind, it reminds me of uh, that line Thanos has in uh, Endgame, where he's like, I haven't I- seen it. Spoil it for you. Him. Can do fight. it. I don't do care. It, do it, Look, do it. I'm past. I'm past. Uh, I'm past the. I'm past the point. It, okay. I, the directors well, legal legally. The yeah. director said you can spoil it for I, me. I can't. Put, I can't send you to jail. Yeah. This <laughs> line won't ruin it, but he says I am inevitable. Yes. And yeah. I think that line is so applicable to everything you just said about Daenerys. You're absolutely right. But here's the thing. I don't think it's just to Daenerys though. It's like to anybody in, in a in a in a position where they can potentially get power, mm-hmm. right? It will drive them mad. Yeah. Is right? John is John supposed to be the foil to that? I think John's supposed to be he's something different. To, he, he's set up to be the he's foil. supposed to be know. this new thing that has come out of two warring families with two completely different ideologies and he's supposed to ooh, bring balance to, to the, the force. force. Uh, They're yeah. basically copying Star Wars. It's all Star Wars. I don't Wars. like that. It's all Star Wars related. Damn. Oh l- like my T shirt here. <laughs> which you can't see on a podcast. Anyway, I'm wearing a Star Wars t-shirt, so, you know. Yay yeah. me. But there is a live stream 
There is a live stream are that people, we, we are do people this. Watching? We've got a couple of folks watching right now. Uh, Moving right along into what we call the section that I like to call "What Happened." <laughs> it's a very unique name. <laughs> but um, our, so, our 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 uh, our great pro- young producer here, Arjuna, kind of wrote me. these things out. And uh, Arjuna, I want to start with um, this one, right? Because I think this was kind of one of the more interesting story arcs and gross story arcs of this entire series besides John and his aunt which would be Jamie and Cersei and <laughs> you wrote man. and you wrote Arjuna you wrote on the what happened section you wrote Jamie and Cersei are reverse born yeah they, <laughs> they die yes they die i i get that they die but they go what out like made they came you in. think to write reverse Born. Well, when we were watching the episode, someone mentioned that they were together, just like when they were born, mm-hmm. and so you know they were like cuddling each other, like you know they're probably really tight in the womb together, and uh, so they're. <laughs> I think that's how born. it works, and in bed. From what I from what I've heard, it's a, it's a tight space. They're it's put a small space. They've in been there. put back into the canal of birth, uh, <laughs> or the canal of creativity, know, nothingness. <laughs> the yeah. canal of creativity. Yeah, there we go. That's why. Uh, so, <laughs> I had a cu- I had a couple of issues with that whole sequence, like I usually do with everything in life. Sure, tell us. I felt like it was kind of a cop out for their both their characters to a, a degree. I get that they're together huh. and they end together or whatever, but we all remember when Joffrey died, one of the worst human beings portrayed on television ever. And he gets poisoned, and it was just very satisfying. Like I remember jumping up and screaming at the TV, and like. Fuck yeah! A twelve-year-old just died. <laughs> What's wrong with me? But in this in this scenario, it just, it just it didn't feel as exciting. It didn't feel like one of those moments where I wanted to jump up and be like, "Fuck yeah!" Like I was just more kind of, "Oh great." Well, I think a everyone's lot of, dying yeah, now. I, I think you know. I think to have every major character be killed by another major character wouldn't ring true necessarily sure. either. And so we're giving up to the rocks. Well, well, here's the thing, right? There is all this destruction going around in King's Landing. That that she like that if Cersei somehow avoided all of it, right, and made it out and mm-hmm. made it to a character like Arya, or you know, or dif- or you know, directly to Daenerys to burn her or whatever, right, or to Jon Snow. Uh, I don't know if it would have necessarily rung true. I think what maybe some people are disappointed about is in the books she's she's given the prophecy that she will die at the hand of her little brother. Uh, so a lot of people, so Cersei included, uh, believes. She did. So if you think if you sure. think that dead, she died in you know in the hands right. of her little. No, brother. No, no, for sure. Right. Wait, isn't her little brother Tyrion? Well, so Jamie, Jamie is technically also her little brother because she was, she was born, born twenty minutes before, yeah. and that idiot led her to a dead end. It's true. Oh, that's interesting. We do have we do have a couple of people actually uh, commenting. Um, R M Thaw sixty four saying, "Nah, refuse to believe those two are dead yet." That's just denial. Nah, yeah. That's like They're saying dead. the hound is still alive. I, I so I mean, I, hey, the mountain could get up and walk out of that shit. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I, exactly. <laughs> I generally agree. Unless you actually see someone die on screen and it's like a hundred percent clear, they can always come back. To me, my my answer to that though would be, what would be the point? Like, yeah, yeah. They, they kind of they kind of serve that purpose. That yeah, would be what, my. What, what's the payoff? Yeah, unless. Unless there is a weird workaround, I, but I don't know what that would be. I think people will be dissatisfied with the way that Cersei went out because she was so hated that I think people really wanted her to go in a in a very vicious brutal way. way. In a very brutal. There you go. Brutal way. way. Oh, yeah. Props to the world. It wasn't that brutal. No. I, I I'll be honest. I think that divorcing. Cersei out of this for a second and just focusing on Jamie, who I still find to be one of the most compelling characters of the of the show and especially what's happened with him. The only problem that I have with the way his arc has developed over this season is the problem with the entire show right now is it's just everything is so fucking fast. Like yes. the pace is so quick. It's crazy that he goes from knighting Brienne to fighting with the, the humans, <laughs> to fucking bon- Brienne, yeah. to then bailing on Brienne and going back to his sister to die with his sister in the course of like... Two episodes. Two, yeah, two and a half episodes. Two and a half episodes. Three. Yeah, three episodes. Three episodes. That, that's crazy. Yeah. However, if you take it back and think about just the story as a whole, I do think it's a really good story for, for Jamie's arc because it shows he dies in exactly the way 
that he wants to die. He said this to Braun earlier, you know, in the show that he wanted to die in the arms of the woman that he loved. And unfortunately, he loves his awful sister. <laughs> gross. And it's yeah. gross. But also it just goes to show like we were talking about this before we even watched this episode. Like this is what he thinks he deserves. He doesn't think that he deserves a good woman like Brienne, this long happy life in the north or whatever or wherever they may go after after this war is all over he believes himself to be trash and he must therefore go and die with his trash sister and who among us fellas people out there who among us have have, has not fallen victim to a, a, a another a, a bad woman a bad man whatever you're into <laughs> a bad man a bad who, cat who, who among us i mean and i think and i think just to go off of that point uh the the characters that we find not just in this show but anything the most compelling are the ones that at the end of the day stick to who they are jamie is self-aware enough to know he knows what he is and he's going to stick to that i think the reason we like john snow same thing he knows who he is and he's going to stick to that you know and Ned Stark, right? Ned stuck to who he was and what he knows, and it got him killed. And I think that's what. And it got Jamie killed too. And it got Jamie exactly. exactly. And that's the question with John. I mean, is John gonna end up getting the getting the? Well, that's the thing. The thing that's interesting though with John though is at the start of this episode, he said, "You're my queen. I love you. Technically, as a queen, I'll stand by you no matter what." And then we see in the episode the big change, the yeah. big moment where he's like, "Shit." Yeah, this bitch is crazy. I, I think I think everyone literally either inside of their brain or externally went shh, like like shit, shit. Yeah. As soon as, as soon Grey Worm, she, as soon as Grey Worm threw that spear, and it's well even before that, right before as soon as he the dragon, and yeah. he was like, "God damn it, that's that's putting your money on the losing horse." Literally, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I I wonder how John responds to this. I also think Arya being on the ground for all of this, it really puts into perspective like oh yeah she was in it you know she was with people like literally women and children getting roasted right um and i think that's going to be important for her realizing like yeah this this girl's got to go right when speaking of characters and like character arcs and who they are Arya has been a character who has her list who has always done has wanted to go after the people that she feels deserves it and, you know, she had the fitting uh, end scene with the Hound, and he said, you know, don't live like me, don't live on revenge. Yeah. But th- I feel like with what Arya went through, it's not necessarily revenge, it's justice that mm-hmm. she's going to want with Daenerys. And so instead of just going after people who maybe wronged her personally, this is this is a great, this is the greatest wrong mm-hmm. that Daenerys has done. And so I, I feel like, you know, Arya now just has one name on her list. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not getting to bold predictions just yet. Stick around. Towards the end, we'll do our bold predictions. Oh, I'm not letting fine. him say anything further. But I actually think that's a really good point. Because hey, I'm, I'm, uh, not, I'm not going to spin it forward. <laughs> I'm just not, saying, not talking about that I'm just saying the difference between sure. justice and revenge here is interesting because you could, uh, like, sure, uh, Joffrey, Cersei, you know, all these trash cans that she wanted to put on the, her list the beforehand. Hound. Yeah, the Hound and I, dude, fuck. The scene with the Hound and Arya was a great one. I I love that one because they've they've had a great relationship. I like the way that's developed. I like the way that I mean the the dialogue in last week's episode was bad all the way around. <laughs> last week's episode was just bad. Was, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean... It so was, bad. Yeah, it wasn't great. It was. I think it was my least favorite of, of the season. It was the only one where I felt coming out of it like, damn, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> this this week's episode, though, I, I feel a little bit better about, although I still feel like I'm processing all of it. But there is definitely a, a difference between revenge and justice. And I think if, if Arya decides to put Daenerys on her list this for the first time won't be yeah about some personal revenge like you killed my dad or you took my sister captive or you took me captive whatever this will be about hey you're a bad person (laughs) really bad person you should probably not be ruling uh the seven kingdoms i just just to take so to back up a little bit uh somebody had brought up about how the pacing of the episode was kind of all over the place i do want to bring up that on Reddit specifically, there's been a kind of a couple of posts showing. You're already up. on Reddit, bro. Dude, I'm on Reddit all the time. Do you I'm just on, do you I'm just blew it? You just mainline <laughs> Reddit. Yeah, all the time. I'm sponsored by them. Just kidding. Not. They should though, <laughs> but they don't. Anyway, so on Reddit, there's been a couple of posts showing up in the Game of Thrones subreddits. Specifically, um, the posts are protecting and um, 
backing up HBO as a company because a lot of people are out there saying that we only got six episodes because HBO refused to give money to go for ten episodes. In actuality, what's ha- happened was the showrunners felt that they could wrap up this entire series in six, six episodes. Which is looking like a mistake. Big mistake. Like a massive mistake. I'm surprised you would say that. Because Shit, yeah, because I hate character development. Well, and you've already said that there are so many... So this is interesting because mm-hmm. I think one of the main complaints about this uh, season so far is that we've had uh, whole episodes between uh, 60 and 90 minutes yep. that I felt like they could com- be combined. combined with other episodes. Right. That there's been a lot of dead air, a lot of dead space. A li- it's been moving a little bit too slow. A lot of people deliver their lines perhaps a bit more efficiently. Right. And I know you agree with that. Yeah, I know I, that I know I you actually think... But this so been so this stuff. brings me back to my other point, right? Which was with these six episodes, it's kind of been episodes one. One was just you know we're back in the world. Two was like prepping for the big, the big battle. Three was the big war. Four was another prep, and then five was a big one, right? My thing would be you know if we took a little bit more time, we could have had more time with the one character that I care about. Oh, no, no, he no. Did it. He did it. Yes, Pass. I did. I did it. No. I did it perfectly. The you Night are, King. Okay. We had the like more episodes with the Night King, and people have said this. Even people, you know, that we both know, Harmon, have said this, where it's, what was that's the not whole... A good, that's what, not a good sign for good takes. I know, right? <laughs> what was the whole point of the Night King? We miss out a lot of his story, and it wasn't done in a, a way that you know he's been like this pivotal big fucking disaster this monster coming and then he just gets stabbed and it's done we didn't get i don't still don't think we got what we needed for closure with him yeah. similar to like cersei and jamie like these pivotal deaths they could have been done better mm. more dramatic given us more information just kind of closed it properly the hound and his brother i think that was a decent death that makes sense that's yeah. a nice close off to that entire arc it was really scenic very scene, and they said it in the in the after Thrones, yeah. whatever the hell that vignette. The Thrones thing. vignette. The Thrones vignette. They uh, you know, they wanted to be very apocalyptic and very kind of dramatic, and this kind of moves me into this other, the next section I want to talk more can about. We, can we? One more point sure. on this though. Um, I agree with you that the Night King. Seriously? No, I said I pointed to yeah. Krishna oh, for, okay, the, for the listening audience. I pointed to Krishna. I agree with Krishna here that um, there. It's not it's not that they've wasted a lot of time on dialogue. It's that they've been weird with their choices on what to to what to, to show and what, what they to show and what to not show. Yeah. And going back to last week's ex- episode for example, they spend so much time at this party, right? Yeah. Like like I mean there's so many slow motion shots of the fucking cheersing the glasses and like all these weird dialogues that I don't really need and then when we get to points like sure let's for just to humor Ravi like let's talk about the Night King a little bit more let's let's have Bran explain some things there, nothing on that John drops the biggest bomb of the like the, what the whole series has been building up to a song of fire and ice he drops that on his sisters. We don't see it at all. Yeah. One of his sisters drops it on Tyrion. We don't see that at all. Like, we should have had a a moment of having these two Stark sisters find out this massive revelation about the guy they view as their brother. I mean, two two seconds beforehand, Arya is saying to Jon, you're my brother, you know, you're not a half-brother or anything like that, and and... We just get nothing out of that. We don't we know how they we react. Get we get nothing. Garbage. Like that's well, right. Here it is for perspective. A few seasons ago, we had I think a, was it a season and a half worth of the the church going mad in King's Landing, right? And we had that whole arc, which was great, which is a great arc. But that was over two seasons, mm-hmm. right? We have in the matter of episodes, the Night King dies and Cersei dies. It feels like the war, the war with the with the White Walker should have been like its whole. It's its own season, and that this ba- the the battle with Cersei for the Iron Throne should have been another season. Yeah. It doesn't feel like they should be two, two episodes things. apart. Um, just because it these are these are the biggest moments in the show, and like everyone here has said, we're just kind of we're glazing over some details, and then weirdly going over others. Like again in last week's episode, they do the weird drinking game with Brienne, 
where Tyrion's like, you're a virgin. And then they double explain that again when Jamie yeah. comes to her room and he's like, she's like, I'm a virgin. Yeah, it's like, like we, we got it. We get and, it. And, and, yeah, and, move and, on. and it's like the storytelling and the writing has gone lazy. Like the, the big thing that the big controversy of last week's episode was the Starbucks cup, which was in that uh, which was in that episode and no one caught it. And it was just there. And it has caused people to talk about. Are we just trying to get to the finish line here? Yeah, and that's we, what it feels like. And it's just kind of like whatever it is, it, it is, and then that's it. Because it hasn't felt as tight and as cohesive as previous seasons of Game of Thrones. Well, and it's just, I think at this point, look, this show has jumped the shark, like not from not from a content perspective, but like from a cultural relevancy perspective. I mean, guys, we're sitting here doing a goddamn like live yeah. stream podcast, whatever, for that <laughs> Tacos Media Empire. By the way, I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning and do this again. Go ahead and plug it right now, actually. I'll get to that after my rant. Um, <laughs> How many rants do you get per, per Game of Thrones? Did you not realize what you were bringing I, I know. I'm kind of regretting this. You know, let, let me, let me you tell you. You created Daenerys. Let me, let me tell you what? No, you no. You knew exactly <laughs> what you're bringing on, and you're not regretting it because I am bringing so much fucking fire and personality to this live stream. And that's true. I dare you to deny it. Anyways, I don't remember what I was going to say. No, no, I remember what I was going to say. <laughs> Great, he's the, bringing a lot of fire. The, the it's called memory loss. <laughs> the problem, the problem, um, is that there's just no more like benefit of the doubt to to this show like everything is so hyper scrutinized at this point that like i said we're sitting here talking about it that that like little mistakes or whatever that we would let go with any other show we're not letting go with this show which you right. can argue is good or bad or whatever but it is what it is mm-hmm. it's true it's very true all right run down ravi you can move us along now watch so, Be- bet the realm tomorrow yeah watch bet the realm matt Harmon, john nichols yahoo sports 10 a.m pacific time on at yahoo sports on twitter is this podcast just an ad I Everything be, that we do is basically an ad. That's how the world works, Arjuna. Social I will be media. much more reserved on that show tomorrow. Well, I might not. Oh. I will be. I won't be more reserved, but I will be more sober. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shame. Debatable. More, uh, well, <laughs> yeah, right. I'll be more sober, probably, uh, and I won't curse as much. Debatable. I, so hey, I've never said fuck on that show. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. So There's moving. So moving on. So the biggest thing of this show, and <clears throat> the biggest thing of this episode more so, is the action sequence. We finally got a battle that I think is in the top three battles of Game of Thrones and, history. And that we could see. And we could actually see it. Holy shit. Well, it was amazing. Was two kinds of fire. I w- two colors of fire. I hope <laughs> yeah, we could yeah, see yeah. it. Yeah. Two and it was fire. in daylight. But I think one of the most interesting things about the sequence, and they, they talked, the showrunners talked about this um, in the vignette series afterwards, was being able to be on the ground with the people of the city as this chaos from above rains down and just says fuck you we've got basically these amazing very like to me very similar to to, to great movies like um saving private ryan um black hawk, black hawk down. down in terms of like those action sequences where just shit is completely chaotic the camera's going all over the place yeah. we got really cool long takes of Arya running shit's just going completely haywire in the back some of to me, that's some of the best cinematography that they've done so far yeah. in this show. Definitely the most uh, brutal, grip, uh, gripping. Yeah, gripping. It was exhausting. It was exhausting. It was very exhausting. And yeah. what was great too was we've got this. Obviously, it's a CGI dragon. Those sequences I was okay with. Wait, it what? It was Arjuna dragons don't exist. I don't know if mom and dad told you this. Also, Santa's not real. We have this dragon flying Dude, over above. Spoiler alert to all <laughs> Children watch this podcast. I hope listen to it. I hope to really God hope not. not. Yeah. Seriously. I hope you guys are a, really reaching a younger demographic. I hope yeah. I hope we get a comment like, Gotta you hit those Gen Santa Z's. for me. Gen Z's, baby. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, the, the action <laughs> sequences were some of the best. Yeah. You know, a thing with this season that was interesting was there was a lot of hype and a lot of buildup for the episode three battle sequence. And, you know, that fell flat on its face. You think... Yes, it did. I don't. It was the most. This is divided. boring ass fight it's very ever. Divi- it's very divided because a lot of people did like it and a lot of people didn't. So and let, let me make, is, let me make is, it more simple. Like very Arjuna simple, you know. for you right now, season eight, episode three battle versus episode five battle. Which one was visually better and emotionally better? Uh, episode five all day. There and, we and go. I will say there that. Go. I will say that just because he's intelligent. I think the <laughs> the cinematography in this episode is some of the best they've ever done on the show, and that's saying something because there have been some yeah epically you know shot and and epic moments within this show, right? Yeah. 
but I will never like if if there's one episode I ever go back and watch for season eight, this will probably be the mm-hmm. episode just yep. because of how brutal it was. Just because of like Ravi said, the brutal. the the, <laughs> the emotions, <laughs> nice the emotions plug. in it. I, I honestly, the shot they had on Daenerys' face where yeah. the bell is ringing. And you see that she's look. won. You she, know, what I mean, she's, she's won. She's she doesn't. Won. She doesn't have to do anything at this point. She's won. And that just look. And you just. And you know, uh, on this podcast, we, some of us here, shit on Amelia Clark's acting a lot of the time. I, that's uh, me. I'm the one that shits <laughs> on her acting all the time. Wow. I'll admit it, right? and I will. I will agree with you a hundred percent, and so forth, and whatever it takes. <laughs> and it's been a minute. Yeah, we. Got but it. that the that that subtle look she had on her face of just that. That madness, that yeah. that that power hunger, yeah. that like that big fuck you yeah. to basically Westeros gonna, yeah. to everything. You could if it was like an anime, you'd have like the epic. <laughs> yeah. You would have the epic cut of like all of her friends dying, all the people telling her like she couldn't do this and that and everything. She's like, yeah. And Actually, like, wait, a, we got that in the beginning. Yeah, in the, we did in, in the, uh, in the recap. Yes, we have the shot really of well Daenerys, yes. and then they have everything that's ever yes. negative sound, been said bites. to her. They sound sound bites, they yeah. for, and, and when I saw that, I'm like, oh yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. oh shit, and and. And then you just see the dragon get up yeah. and fucking burn everything. Yeah. Burn everything. everything. Also, I, you know what I thought to myself as I was watching this? Like, damn, y'all, can you imagine if she had three of those motherfuckers? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I mean, it would have been quicker. It would have been quicker. I mean, but, but, even, but even so, it's, it's like so brutal. The, the showrunners made this big deal about like, oh, we had to kind of even out her forces or otherwise they would have just wiped the floor. Bitch, they got the floor wiped with them in King's Landing. Anyway, yo, like yeah. that was... A lot. Yeah. So. It was intense. It what was, was the point of killing all the other poor Rhaegal? You know, I mean, he could have run in there and run shot. A lot of people, a lot, we should bring up a lot of people thought Rhaegal was going to. Come back. I, because was, one of, of those I was one of those people, too. Those wait, wait, wait. I was wait, definitely wait. like. What is this? Nah. So remember there was what another. Coming back? There was another witch or whatever, right? Yes. Running around in the city or running around in Westeros somewhere. There were a couple of theories about how more dragons could get involved and this this was one of them right where one of the witches would revive the dragon when you say witches you mean one of the red women yes or, or red the, witches the, i believe red god, women is the, the politically correct term i think red there's women. also a is there was really? sure no, i don't know there oh. was also a <laughs> there was also there's been a theory for the longest time that uh bran was going to warg into one of the dragons there was also another theory Which that it still could possibly happen right could could happen there's also another theory that the dragons, almost like Jurassic Park style, can like change genders and like lay eggs or whatever. And like perhaps Drogon was going to lay some eggs or whatever. I know people had that theory coming. Heard about episode. that one too. That's and I, I thought I actually thought the scene where Euron is looking up and like all this. Like I, yep. I thought I thought coming into this episode that was going to be like Rhaegal was going to come back. Like oh my god, he's shocked. I, I shot that motherfucker out of the sky. Ooh. But then as it was happening during the episode, I was like, this is where we're going to see like. Drogon and several other dragons come down at once because oh, he's hatched these babies or whatever. But no, it just turned out to be, Drogon. you know, uh, OG Drogon. Drogon, Drogon just Drogon's a badass. By the I way. mean, yeah, like, I loved when when destroyed. Kyburn. By the way, R.I.P. Kyburn. I mean, that motherfucker. <laughs> God, <laughs> most unceremonious like death of all. But just, that was which was great crushed. because that's fitting for, yeah, that's fitting for sure. him as he a character. He had so much promise. It doesn't matter. He's a creepy, disgusting, know, gross thing. And yeah. thank God that's but how he, he went. Which, which was great Listen, too. To that queen. like he comes uh, up to he comes up to Cersei and is like. Uh yeah, all of the, <laughs> like uh Euron killed a dragon last episode. He can kill another. Uh all the ma'am, um actually all the all the scorpions are um they've they've Done. been destroyed. All, all the iron fleet them. still stands. Um actually about that. Uh they're 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 He likes to lick his lips a lot, huh? They're fucking dead. Yeah, he's an NPR radio. He's like host. Uh, he's like he's an NPR host. He's like there my queen. Yep. They are I, gone. So here's here's why I think uh and this is this is maybe a more of a uh, criticism of the how they're gonna end this ser- uh, series because there's a lot of threads that they're decided to uh, yeah. cut off. Yeah. Like to me, like after the meeting, he took the arm of the you know zombie. Yep. And was supposed to study it. And to me, just unless that's coming back, which I don't think it is. How they've burned the entire city to the ground. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, that's a waste. Maybe to me, that's studies a waste. failed. What? Like, and to be honest, that's all. That's a. And I don't know if we've got there yet. The whole strategy of Cersei. Was poor, uh, almost yeah, as, no, almost is, as bad, almost as bad yeah, as I would say the worse. Dif- of Winterfell, <laughs> the Battle of Winterfell, or you know whatever you want to call that thing, is, is it's worse than that. You're right because she has had, I assume, 
months, months to plan. At least. Months to plan this defense, and uh, they're not ready. And, she, and Daenerys only has one dragon. This, this should have been a far more equal battle. Sure, I'm going to argue with you, though. Sure. And I think the big argument was her biggest, like, uh, trump card or whatever, you, or whatever you want to call it was bringing the people directly into the Red Keep. She did not think truly. I don't believe she thought Daenerys would go that far and burn the city. And that was part of her thing was to bring the people That's terrible in. foresight. She's the daughter of the Mad King. Right. I'm just saying that's that's horrible strategy. But when his – like Cersei's not a, a warlord. She's not a, a, a strategist. That's or true. She hires strategists to come in that's true. and tell her what to do. Yeah. And one of the – who does she have? She had this creepy weird dude. The mage guy? Yeah. The and then her, her brother ran ran off for a wee bit and then comes back. And, and, we don't, and honestly, we don't get anything about the golden – what do you call them? The Golden Company. They're just yeah. hired mercenaries. They're the ones at the front gate that get burned. That just quickly, die. and then they run away. D- very d- die yeah. very quickly. And she says, uh, "Our our our will will fight more than hired hired men ever will ever yeah. will." Yeah. yeah. It was inter- exactly. It was interesting to see the Unsullied like brutally murder yeah. them. The one uh, shot. The one shot that fucked me this episode. Not that it fucked me, but I thought it was really powerful. Was when the Unsullied turned on the Lannister army, and you see the Lannister army. Trying to protect civilians, I was like, yeah. "What a, what a, what a, like, what a reversal!" Right, yeah. but, but that's our army's been going out, you know, for sure. essentially seven seasons, murdering everything. At, you know, the beck and call of the Lannisters, who have been you know, like crazy. Yeah, and now all of a sudden, they're the ones trying to protect the citizens of King's Landing. Yep. They're the ones pulling back, and that's you know, Jon Snow's going through, and it's like, "Wow, what is happening right now?" Yeah, I thought that was really powerful. Because think about Daenerys' army; it's made up of. Dothraki, Dothraki, yeah. who are brutal, brutal, brutal a brutal Drink, race, brutal, and yeah. and the Unsullied, who will do whatever they're told to do. Yeah, uh, and and then you even have Northmen who have been through so much, and you have to. You and see, they fucking hate the Lannisters. Yeah, and you hate know, them with a passion yeah, at this see, point. And you see John having to like pull pull people off of just like there's one part where he kills he kill it looks like it's a Northman. Yeah, yeah, so yeah he kills one of his own men. Essentially, to protect you know protect a civilian because that. Like we talked about earlier, about like that's who John is. Like who doesn't is, yeah. doesn't matter. Like morally, that is wrong to him. Yeah, it, it was wild to watch that sequence, and I, it's. I think this all goes to the point of why Danny has become this character that she is. Is she's not built up like. She's not expanded her base to come back to a political term. You know, mm. I mean, she's uh, <laughs> yeah. wow. Her, her, her base of her base of followers are the Dothraki. Yeah. I mean, yeah they, there ain't many of them left at no. this point. Yeah. And they're and not great people. And they're saw. also a little scummy too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then we've also got the Unsullied who are basically, although I'm sure, you know, Grey Worm obviously has bought into the person she is, but also, I mean, Grey Worm, he lost he somebody. Did, he's yeah. out for revenge. Yeah. He's, he's out, out for revenge. He's on full he's on revenge looking, mode. He's looking to die at this point. I mean, he's just like, fuck it. Yeah. And, and he's just and, and cutting people down. You know, you know? I think that she's not expanded beyond this group of people. And that's why she said, like, look, if it's so it's fear, then, you know, if I'm just going to make these people fear me. And yeah, it it is ironic that she was supposed to be this breaker of chains and, you know, she was supposed to break the wheel, break the wheel, all that sort of shit. But like to me, that story for her has been gone for a while. I don't see how you couldn't see this coming. I mean, like I said earlier, she has had these tyrannical leanings for a long time. And I think we're just now seeing them come to a head. And for people, I think a lot of the audience is like John at this point, who I guess now realizes like what he's dealing with. But I don't know, man. Varys was right. Yeah. Poor Varys. Like the unsung hero, really. I liked Varys. I will say, I think that was one of the most difficult deaths of the, um, of the season so far. Yeah, when I looked over at you, you were actually crying. I was not crying. You were crying. It was, not, listen, there were tons listen, of tears. Listen, listen, like, listen. Like if a, you'll, if a flood of tears. I, I can promise you that I have not cried during this entire show, but if the one person that was going to make me cry was the dickless uh, <laughs> gossip monger, I mean, that would say some pretty weird shit about me. <laughs> uh, he that talks to his actually... birds. Okay. I said what I said. And <laughs> I, stand, his... I stand. Where's my I bird? Stand. I want my bird. His little bird. The reason it was bird. so impactful, though, was that... Uh, the relationship between him and Tyrion is like yeah. honor among thieves. That's how I looked at it. Like these two guys know the game. Yeah. They know what they're getting into. They know like even even Littlefinger was a part of that like uh click. 
yeah. right? Like we are the master one. of secrets. We conspire against each other, yeah. right? We've, we're not on the same side, really. Um, but at the end of the day, that's Tyrion's like best friend, right? Can we talk about Tyrion for a little bit? Like, sure, uh, we have to. <laughs> we are going we to, to, and then we're gonna. From there, we're gonna move into Harmon's big hot take, and then we're gonna talk about last week's predictions, and then reveal new, some predictions. new predictions. Oh, I have for to have next a hot week. take. I gotta think oh. about that. If you don't have a hot take, then why? Why are you even on this podcast? I mean, what have we He's been got talking time. about? He's got what time. have we been talking about this whole time? Yeah. This fucking the hot fire. takes. The fire. Um, but anyway, Tyrion Lannister, the little guy that. He's like the little kind of fucked it all up. What actually. did you guys? What did you guys think about the scene between him and Jamie? It felt uh, forced, to be honest. Really? And and, uh, and I'll say this: w- one thing that they've done in this season is the the goodbyes, uh, and they've made it a lot. A lot of the times, it feels like they've made it very obvious when it's, it's the last goodbye. Mm-hmm. This is the last time you're going to see these two characters on screen together. And I felt like that was a that was a scene that. You know, oh, like obviously, like we'll never see each other again. Even though, in theory, right, if it it goes a certain way or whatever, like you could, they could see each other in some way, shape, or form. But I don't know. It just it felt forced to me, and it, it reiterated a lot of the things we've already heard between these two characters that they are brothers, that they are best friends. That you know, Tyrion repeating that, oh, you were the only one that loved me. You were the one that stood up for me. Like we we know this information. And it just, I don't know, to like, to, it, it felt like, fa- it felt like a fan service to me. It didn't feel, it didn't feel necessarily genuine between the two characters. Yeah, themselves. but nothing about this season has felt super, super, like, a lot of these, like, goodbye conversations sure. have all felt like fan well, that's service. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, like, the, the final quote-unquote goodbyes between some of the characters, or a lot of them, really, have just mm. been kind of, this is the last, this is the last goodbye, say goodbye. Here's why I didn't mind it, uh, because a lot of the impactful moments between Jamie and Tyrion come with one of them in chains, <laughs> and I think that's like pretty, like that's a pretty interesting, that's like a pretty interesting way to depict a relationship. Like, yeah, they love each other, and the way that their family is set up and the way that this world is set up is that there's no situation where they can both be winning. Only one of them can be winning and the other one is always going to be losing right and they love each other they're the best they're they're best friends but because of the way that this world is set up there's no there's literally no situation where they can both be on top and i liked it a lot uh for that reason because we've seen it before but this time you know it's it's, you know it's the final time and it's the final goodbye and it's it's the literal literal mirror reverse of when Tyrion's in chains and, you know, Jamie comes to try and free him. And then, you know, he goes and kills, you know, their father. Right. <laughs> it, it feels like the, uh, the, the perfect reciprocal of that. Right. And uh, so, this, yeah, yeah. this time, this time he's freeing Jamie to, to go, go die with his sister, you know, with their sister. Not, to me, it, it didn't need to be more than it was. Well, and what, I liked it a lot. Well, was it, though? Because he did ask Jamie to get the bells rung. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I think that was the bigger thing. And again, and again, and again, when Jamie freed Tyrion, he's like, go and escape. What did Tyrion do? Murder. He go and killed their father. He's like, hey, please go and save this whole catastrophe. Nope, just go and die instead. You know, And, and that's and that's like the tragedy of the Lannisters. And I thought it was depicted perfectly in that moment. Their father was an idiot, clearly a very stupid man. Oh, it's not. It's it's like the. It's just the forces of the world. Nope. Poor it's, parenting. You know, it's like uh, no one's gonna <laughs> accept parent. a dwarf. Nope. This is all. There's no family that accepts a dwarf, and he's had to deal with that. Christian, right? this is all poor parenting. So, to bring that back to our current timeline, um, if you guys were to say you three siblings, <laughs> oh, which yeah. one of you is which Lannister? I oh, don't want to answer this because that's are weird. That's, that's well, take out, <laughs> none of you have to fuck each other. But oh, beyond that, God. what the hell? Who invited this just monster? Char- <laughs> uh, you know, you did. Yeah, you just character-wise, which one of you is which? And I, can, I, if you guys don't have answers, I'll answer for you. Sure, you go. For I'd it. rather. No, I no, want to. No. I want to hear Harmon's take. Yeah. Yes. yeah, and um, I can't because we can't. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, you there's no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, pick Jamie. Clearly, I'm Cersei. Oh, well, okay. I'm a beautiful <laughs> princess. <laughs> I think if I was to... So, oh, no. the character that I think is the most endearing of these three is Jamie. Mm, that's he's interesting. complicated, but he's also 
done about exactly what you would expect, but also I'm invested in that character. And for that reason, I think Krishna is the Jamie because I'm oh. invested in Krishna. I think Krishna, <laughs> Krishna is, um, he has always been exactly what I've expected. And that's a good thing, by the way, for Krishna. So there's so, so some of these analogies are not going to be one-to-one comparisons. Of course. Um, I, I would hope not, actually. I think that Arjuna is actually the Cersei. Oh, shit. Because he's the most cunning and the most tactician of the three of you. Tactician. Interesting. But it's quiet. Thinking ahead. And think think about Cersei early on in this. Like, she was not the, you know, the bad bitch that she is now. You know, she was a different... She was very quiet and drinking wine and and scheming. And you did not know what she was capable of. of. And I don't think we know what Arjuna is capable of yet. Arjuna's a murdering psychopath. Got not it. Not exactly. <laughs> Remember, these are not one-to-one comparisons because Arjuna and Krishna are not going to fuck each other at least tonight. <laughs> I really got Oh, for the love of God. Uh, and no. This is a family-friendly no. podcast. And last, not anymore. And the last one, uh, Tyrion is Ravi because, listen, when I first met Ravi, I was very impressed, just like I was very impressed with Tyrion's character early on. <laughs> oh, my God. But it is, it is faded with time. <laughs> Let me tell you, it has not aged well. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I'll be honest with you guys. I uh, I built that entire joke just to make that one at the end. <laughs> That's amazing. Well done. That was good. I'm gonna yeah. good for you, buddy. Excellent. That was good. Excellent. And I think that actually, I think that I'm gonna take that as your hot take. No, that, that is your hot take. Rabbi, no, I have another hot take. Oh my god, how many hot a takes do you have? Take. What are you talking about? Take. I'm a sports media professional. I'm fucking just bursting with hot takes all the time. It's my job to have hot takes. He used the word professional. Wow. Oh, Ego much. Sports, well, what do you mean? I mean, that is my job, is to be a blustering sports takey oh, good. person. So let's uh, let's jump back to last week, episode four. We had some predictions at the end of our podcast. Christian specifically had a bunch. So I want to run through these real quick. And uh, they are as follows. <clears throat> Cersei kills Jamie. Nope. Well, she kind of did. Nope. Jamie killed Cersei. Tyrion kills Cersei. Didn't happen. Well, no, no, no. actually, both of those are accurate. They, but could, they, they could, could be. Work. Interpretation. If you're, if you're looking interpretation. Looking yep. Sorry, yeah. Mountain kills Arya and the Hound. Yeah. Well, of one of those. True. One of them. Yeah. 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 yeah in some way. That's fair. Grey Worm kills Mountain. That would have been interesting to see. I thought that, that would have been cool. a kind of cool thing. Yeah. Daenerys kills Jon. Hasn't happened yet, or maybe won't happen. Those are my predictions for the next two episodes. So, yeah. Well, the, the whole thing was over the next Over two. the next yeah. two. And then you have um, Brienne kills Daenerys. I doubt that's going to happen. Yeah, it's it's looking unlikely. But you know what? Maybe she, not. She's broken at this point. Yeah, and what better way to she's take like out ha- your brokenness than uh, murder this? Uh, the- wow. Why I not? Mean, how's she gonna get there, man? You know, that's true. <laughs> well, this is Game of Thrones Speedland. Yeah. That's like, true. Speed trap. She so. could already be <laughs> hustling <laughs> down there as we speak. You know, you know that Mario theme song, like you got the flower power. And then finally, you had Sansa ends up on the throne. Yes, that, that's, still, still, that's still my still guess. A big that's still a strong possibility yeah. now. Can yeah. we talk about that? Who the fuck is going to end up on the throne? Yeah. Well, actually, fun thing. Is there a throne anymore now that the city's burning? Mm. I mean, that's that was what I was saying before the, yeah. the show started, that I don't think that this is going to end with somebody on the goddamn throne. I don't yeah. think there's a throne anymore. I think it's gone. You think it's like democracy? <laughs> I think yeah. it, I think you know, it's they're going to set, up, they're gonna set up an electoral college. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a yeah. or a parliament for our international listeners. There we go. Yes. Uh, so I had Arya and the Hound kill Cersei. Obviously, that didn't happen. Hmm. And then I had Danny versus John as the big conflict. Conflict, which it's, I think we're kind of. You're an episode. That, that's ahead. that's where we're at at this point. Yeah. yeah, I think that's coming up next. They had a conflict moment. Yeah, they did. Yeah, where they it's were an awkward kiss. Now, yeah. A an awkward super kiss. awkward, disgusting, gross kiss. Where John, conti- like, come on, John, just, just fake just, it, fake it till you make fake it. it, bro. Yeah. Fake it till you make it is what they say. Like just fake it with your eyes. Like literally, fake it with your auntie. Literally, <laughs> the fate, the fate of the seven kingdoms rely on you being able to fake this kiss, and, and you like, couldn't do it. Fake your fake a kiss with your aunt, yes, but she is objectively attractive. So, like, come on. Yeah, that really fell flat. Yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> just weird. It's just a weird thing. To say. Yeah, it's a weird. Like, why is anyone saying that? What about the Sorry, line? What about the line know. in the show where Ooh, I like this one when they're talk when that when John and her are talking and she says, you know, you you and Sansa are just as much to blame of Varys' death. Oh yeah, and it's just like. Well, what? she's right. You're pushing. <laughs> you're pushing your own actions on other people. Yeah, that's you're very not taking, true. She's that's not very taking responsibility for. Yeah, that's, that's tyrant one hundred and one shit, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's what's going on here. Is that she has assumed this role of that what I 
do is the right thing. Like that, that is the correct answer to all problems. And if it's the wrong thing and somebody had dies, it's because of the actions of other people. Yeah, that's true. That's how it works in this world too. Arjuna's predictions were Cersei dies in episode five. Correct. Nailed it. And then time jump in episode six. Still think this was going to happen. I think that's what's going to happen as well, to be honest. I don't think we're going to see years ahead of time. I think we're going to see maybe two, three, four, five years ahead. Because John John and company are in no position to just immediately overthrow her. She is now she is now the ruler of the seven kingdoms. And Mm. what's interesting in the preview is they just showed scenes that seem to be army just minutes. Shots. Yeah, army shots and literally just like minutes after her walking out of, of the, this battle. Yeah. And, you know, it would be weird if the bulk of the episode takes place right there and then when we still have Sansa in the north and Brienne in the north and it doesn't see a bra- <laughs> and all those characters and it, it doesn't seem like that's all necessarily wrapped up. There's so much shit to wrap so, up in one episode. How, how long is episode six? Do we know I mean, yet? is it three fucking hours? It might as well be Avengers <laughs> at this point. Like, Ooh, yeah. Why don't we just skip it and go see Avengers? Wow, that would be a bold move. Well, the reason I say that is because I think no matter what happens, and I'm just throwing my boldest prediction out right now, no matter what happens next week, I'm going to be fucking disappointed. Well, that's because you're a negative. That's because you're you. Yeah. You're telling me that you... you said you liked this episode. I haven't gone there yet. You You said fun... Uh, Fan-fucking-tastic. That was your Yeah, because of all the murder. Yeah, and it's redeemed. And emotion. Murder and emotion. Murder Uh, murder and emotion. We do have a uh, a, a funny, not a funny, but a good prediction here from uh, Riv34. Danny kills Tyrion for being a traitor. Jon kills Danny and then leaves and goes up north while Bran sits on the throne with advisors. I kind of like that. You know why? That's great. Because, yeah, what the fuck? Where's Bran? Where's Bran in all this? Stoned out of his mind. Who even cares at this point anymore? Who even cares? Bran had so much potential from a character perspective, and I feel he like did. it's just been well, not even wasted. just a character wasted. perspective, just like his abilities, what he was doing, the yeah. lore of Game of Thrones, and yet yeah, fell flat on his face. Well, I, just find, I mostly I just, live in the past now. I just find it funny in last season when it's like, I am no longer Bran. I am brain dead, Bran. Because my voice changed because of puberty so i'm gonna talk <laughs> less much. and look weird uh harman let's jump to your hot take what is it oh, i don't know man you came <laughs> to this podcast <laughs> you're our guest and you come with no my hot, hot take. take my hot he, take. he saw the episode with us right before this i he's a writer he should be figuring it out as he's doing it my my hot take for this episode is that Kyburn had the funniest death of the whole <laughs> series. I agree. That's a shitty hot take. What do you mean that's a shitty hot take? It's a good hot take. I mean, it's an yeah. interesting one. It's different. I mean, it's the only one the that funniest I, death. The only one that I feel like I we all actually LOL'd at. We did. Everyone was just kind of like, like yeah, what the hell? Because he just, I mean, he just went out like, I, I really thought he was another one that was going to get like a brutal death because he This was a this, brutal death. Well, yeah, yeah. But I mean like something that like you were like, oh, but it was just, he just got pushed like a little bitch because the <laughs> mountain was like, uh, yeah, I have an agenda Super here. Super Saiyan. Um, all the other hot take too, I think we've, we've looked at a lot of like redemption arcs um, throughout this whole series i guess like really well this season especially there was kind of a sort of melisandre you know redemption arc in the battle of winterfell episode we've obviously focused on a lot of that with jamie lannister um but i think the biggest redemption arc of the whole series is the hound the hound to me comes full circle full circle yeah because he starts as this just a brutal character that you don't like Early on, and except unless you're if you're Ravi and you're just like you're into that sort of stuff, which he is exactly. <laughs> but he's an unlikable character to start. He's like a ferocious kind of just bad dude that you you don't like, and then we see him really kind of close the loop on his relationship with Arya, which is really cool. Like these two have come to have a very special bond, which isn't. You know, sexual like the Brienne Jamie bond. It's it's, also... it's it's almost like a father daughter bond. That I mean, mm-hmm. she's she was close with Ned. She was there when Ned died, and in in a weird way, the Hound has taken that father mantle. That and it's also like Sansa and the Hound had a little bit of a bond, but it was yep. not on an even playing field. Whereas the Hound like respects Arya and yeah. tells her basically, 
girl, you've got to go or you're going to die here. Like, look at what is going on around you. Right. Yeah, and yeah. so if you come with me, like, I'm going to die here. He knows that. That, that, that is, And he also he gets to fulfill his, his destiny. So I think that from a closing the loop perspective and a redemption arc perspective, I think the Hound probably closes his loop better than anybody in the entire series. It's a good hot take. I, I like that a lot. I think yeah. Shaggy Dog closes his loop the best. Shaggy Dog. Yeah, who? Shaggy Dog? Which one's Shaggy Dog? Rickon, oh, uh, Rickon. Rickon Stark, the wow. most wow. unforgettable Stark. The f- most forget. I I mean honestly, like you know the Snoop Dogg who? <laughs> like that was when Rickon gets released, and there's like who? Who the? F- oh right, yeah. There's another Stark brother that nobody cares about. It's true. It's 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 sad, but it's still true. alive in the books. Cares. Still alive <laughs> in the book. Fellow nerds, I think we're at that point. Well, really? don't we we're have there. to give our bold predictions for, next, for the next? For ne- well, I gave yours. mine, and that's the only one that matters. But Christian, give us your bold prediction for next week. For the finale. For the finale of something that you've wasted nine years of your life on. Oh, Jesus. Go ahead. Christ. Tell us how you think this magical adventure finally ends. Uh, let's just. Um, wow, this is this is good. good uh, you know what? You might as well, you might as well just like who cares, right? Next week's the last episode. Ness Stark comes back. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's it. Sean Boom, Bean done. makes a cameo yeah. appearance. Yeah. There you go. Boom. Done. That's kind of amazing. Done. Uh, Harmon, you can go last. Arjuna, <laughs> what's your bull prediction? So I had started this one earlier, but I think Arya puts Daenerys down. As the last name on her list. But again, like we kind of talked about earlier, it's not for revenge. It's for justice. I like that. It's a good one. So does she kill her? No, she just writes a name and then the show ends. I think Arya is the one to kill Daenerys. Okay. Yes. Okay. Harmon? No, you got to give yours. I already gave mine. What was yours? My bold prediction is I will hate the finale. Okay. I That's two, not a prediction. I have, two, I have two bold predictions, a personal one like Ravi gave and then an actual one. My actual bold prediction, I don't think Daenerys dies next week. God, I'm going to hate everything if that's the case. I don't think she dies. That would just be the worst because I've never really liked her character. Don't like her character. Ever. Don't find her to be... Although, I, again, I do think the story of her transformation is compelling if you look at it from a 30,000 foot view but whatever who cares so I don't think she dies next episode now my personal bold prediction I'm on pins and needles about this finale I definitely as honestly after sitting here talking with you guys for what felt like five hours um, I'm just kidding that's so hurtful it's 57 minutes I'm just kidding I had a good time Um, and I, I think that I'm I'm even more realizing like wow they have so much stuff to wrap up next week there's no way it's going to be completely satisfying and there's so many ways they can do it wrong and I have no faith in these people at this point anymore. Ooh, damn. However, my bold prediction from a personal perspective is I definitely will not hate this finale more than I hated the finale of How I Met Your Mother, which I'm oh, still God, you, yes, which I'm yes, still yeah. emotionally yep. reeling from. Yep. You fucking Rats! <laughs> I have what? never you, been the same. So you I'm realize so glad you've you doomed yourself. That. Because what if it is worse? It can't you be f- worse. You fucked yourself. No, it can't. It, it can't can be, be worse. It can't be worse, uh, Krishna. Because have you ever had your heart broken before? Uh, yeah. Oh boy. Everyone has. I've never had can, my heart and it, broken. And, it, and, it, and, here's, and here's the thing ever. about breaking your hearts: it can always be worse. Uh, that is. It can always be worse. It can. However, I am not. I'm not saying it will be, but well, yeah. But there's no way. There's. It, oh God! Yeah, right. Though, because it can always yeah, be worse. People can. say this yeah. from like a fantasy football more, perspective. They're always like, "Well, it can't get worse than this quarterback." I'll it's like, no, it, it can get worse. It did. There's I'll a say, John Beck out there. I'll say how too. This show has more ways to go worse than how I met your mother did. How I met your mother went worse. The only way it did go worse, right? This show has a few different, you know, avenues that they could go where it could be like, "Wow, that was the most unsatisfying end to." Ten years of my life, but I've that's the had. thing. But that's the thing, though. Like, it's a different type of story. One mm-hmm. and also two. Like, you're right. I think there was only one way that How I Met Your Mother could have totally tanked that series, and they they did, did it. Yeah. <laughs> to the point that, like, the fact that Game of Thrones has so many possible ways to end, not even just poorly, but just dissatisfying. Like, that's the thing about this. I think that 
this show will end. It's almost set itself up to the fact that like it will end dissatisfying just because of how many things they have to wrap up all at once. Yeah. But it won't be bad, right? Like it won't be objectively the worst fucking possible way to end it which is what they did with how i met your mother and i'm still not okay you're i'm cur- still not okay you've cursed us all you've you cursed us all to the worst finale yeah. ever i know i'm just kidding gonna, I know. i'm just kidding i know you're i right. hope you're kidding I, god damn yeah. it i hope you well we'll see man I mean, oh we will no see. We'll, we'll all cry god together. what a terrible way to end that show <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's keep it within the game of thrones realm i think it's that time guys We've kind of gone over the, being this fiery episode to death. Brutal episode. Along with Cersei, Brutal. Yeah. the Hound, Brutal. the Mountain. What a great word for the episode. Yeah, it, it, it was. Came, it came back I, to I will us. say this. Good job. Yeah, I'm, you I'm, as good your job. brother, I'm proud of you. As oh, the Cersei you. Lannister of the Ramgo Palace. <laughs> yeah, you've, yeah. Thank true. you, question mark? Luckily, luckily the, the Ramgo Palace is uh, more intact than the Red Keep at this point. As of now. Hey, yo. So, Krishna. Avery's upstairs. Maybe she's burning this place to the ground. <laughs> Let's go to actually. That's a, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> oh, no. Krishna, was Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 5, good? Thank God, yes, it was. It was. Heart, uh, yeah. Well, no, no, we'll go to Arjuna. We'll do him last. Okay, cool. <laughs> Arjuna was <laughs> Game of Thrones season eight, episode five. Good. Yes. Finally. <laughs> nice. Ravi was Game of Thrones season eight, episode five, whatever it was called. Good. Yes. Wow. wow. Okay. I'm first. Right. Shocked. That was uh, the. I'm, that was painful. I was like right first, on the line. Is right this the, the line. first? Is this the first one you said is good? All uh, this season, yeah. For oh, him, wow, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's. I mean, Harmon, as our our guest, you know, you can throw it in there. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. Okay. Um, I also think that the only one that I thought was bad was last week's episode. Mm. I think you can pick nits and all the other ones, but I really liked the first two episodes, and I think the Battle of Winterfell, while you can certainly pick holes in that, I thought was a good episode. Um. Last week's episode, yeah, was not was not, was not was the not, best. Was not good, but this was good. I mean, I like I said to you guys, I literally felt emotionally and physically and spiritually exhausted after yeah. the whole ordeal. And it was look that is, and I didn't even know how I felt right afterwards. Like I was like, man, was that good or was it bad or am I just yeah. fucking tired? No, no, no. I I agree. I I felt not the same level. I don't know if you've seen the movie Dunkirk. Yeah, uh, Dunkirk yes. was an exhausting movie. It was an exhausting movie, and yeah. it, it was like Dunkirk, but with characters that, you care that I've cared yeah. about for ten years. For or ten years, sure. yeah. you know. I yeah. mean, that's yeah. that's a lot. Yeah, like, I mean, how lot. I said, I said a couple times, like, "Yo, Arya, girl, you gotta make it out of there." All right, like, you. Yeah, you, I, I, they did that. They did do a lot of like, she's on the ground, and I think it, was, I think it was Avery's. Like, is she gonna like is just she gonna keep just falling? Keep, yeah. And, like, <laughs> yeah, is she yeah, gonna die? Or Arya like, definitely needs to go in the concussion protocol immediately. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. She... No doubt. And and last oh, question that's for an incredible. last question for everyone here. Would you watch the episode again? Yes. Uh yeah. I'd watch that again in a heartbeat. Yeah. I the only episode that I've I've never rewatched a Game of Thrones episode. The only time I've ever rewatched anything from Game of Thrones. So I don't know if this answers your question, but if it, I, I at some point I feel like I could watch the entire season like the guitar, I mean the entire series again. Sure. The only time I've ever rewatched anything from Game of Thrones, and we almost got another <laughs> eye-popping moment in this. Oh God! Yeah. The only time I've ever rewatched anything <laughs> is I episode. was out with my friend. This is the year after I graduated college, and we were out at this like you know master's program post grad party thing or whatever at a house or whatever, and you know drunk and high off my ass at this point. There and you go. You were we're like heading we're heading back to my friend's place. I was visiting in town, and he just goes, "Yo, when we when we get back, do you?" Do you want to watch the the mountain and the red viper uh, scene again? I was like, that's the only thing I want to watch because that's like it happened the week before, and that's the only time I've ever rewatched anything from Game of Thrones. I've never rewatched an episode. Wow, yeah, that weird, is right? that is hardcore. That's an interesting uh, scene to rewatch because it was yeah. so brutal. Crazy, I mean, yeah. it was brutal. It was brutal. Arjuna. That is brutal. One. Cer- Cersei Arjuna. It was brutal. Cersei Arjuna. Call me yeah. Sir Juna. Sir Juna. It was brutal. Sir Juna. So Junacy. It's going to be great when you someday die in the arms of the man you love, which is your brother Christian. Wow. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, That's no. it. So I'm going to wrap it at that point. <laughs> thank hey, you. Thank, 
Thank you, Matt Harmon, for for being on the podcast. Hey, Ravi. Yes. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Um, I have been trying to. I'm going to say this to you guys now. Uh, now that I'm, I've been on two Bad Tacos Media Empire podcasts. <laughs> I have been trying to s- slow pitch to Ravi the idea of a Harmon podcast <laughs> <laughs> under the Bad Tacos. How many podcasts do you? Have? Oh, not enough. Too many. He has too many. Theoretically, I have. Two. Two right. podcasts. Two Subscribe to the Yahoo Fantasy Football Podcast with me and Liz Loza. Subscribe to Rookie Orientation, yeah. the first of which is coming I know. Monday. Slamming I know. our table. <laughs> slamming your table. Um, and subscribe to a future podcast under the Bad Tacos Media <laughs> Empire wing featuring me talking about something. Uh, whatever. All right, fine, fine. Here we go. Ten-second pitch. Give us your podcast idea. Are you serious? Yeah. No, he's not. Have you, are you <laughs> he's not serious. I'm wrapping this. No, are you serious? No, I mean, he's no, not. We'll no, do it. no, no, no. We'll the, do it the, afterwards. The pitch, the pitch is, are you serious? Have you not seen what I brought to the table in this <laughs> oh, podcast? Oh, are you Passion, serious? Passion, energy. Um, it's perfect. I could talk about this. I could talk about anything with this level of, of energy after four beers now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yeah. you for listening. We are Was It Good. You can find us on Twitter at Was It Good. You can find us on Instagram at Was It Good BTM. Yeah, that was that was an interesting episode, and you know, tune in next week for for the net, the finale, and we kind of you know sit there and think if nine years of our lives were wasted or not, because it's really the ultimate question. So, and if people want me to have a podcast <laughs> under Bad Tacos Media <laughs> at Was It Good <clears throat> at Matt Harmon underscore BYB on Twitter, and tell us what you think it should be about, and if. Even one person says yes. We're going to do it. That's fair. Thank you for listening.